plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. on the Oakland Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Raiders, your daily Oakland Raiders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Locked On Raiders. It is June 14th, Wednesday. It is. I'm a little late in my day today. It's almost 11 a.m. West Coast time. Raiders should be getting going on their second day of their minicamp. Stuff I want to talk about today is all minicamp related. Kind of probably the newsiest days because you see who's there, who's not. Um, unless there's injuries, that's not going to change too much. Del Rio talked. Carr talked. Um, I did a story today. For all 22 talking about, you know, the influence the Warriors had on the Raiders. And, hey, the Warriors are leaving Oakland. Not they are, They're leaving Oakland. They're certainly not leaving the Bay Area. Just going across the bridge. Um, the Raiders want to do what the Warriors do, did. Before they leave that parking lot, they want to get a title. And I, I wrote about that today in All-22. I tweeted out the link. Check it out. But the next couple of days of the minicamp may be quieter unless there's some kind of injury and we, we don't want that in minicamp. Um, so that'll kind of be the focal point of the show. I appreciate you listening to Locked on Raiders. I'm Bill Williamson. Been, this is part of the fastest growing podcast network on the internet. I've been doing this podcast for 10 months and been covering the Raiders continuously since 2008, nine years. If you think your company is a good fit for Locked On Raiders only, send me a email at billco95 at msn.com. We can talk about it. Reasonable rates. Check out Matt Williamson's Locked On the NFL. Check out Locked On NFL Draft. Goes year-round. Those guys are crazy. We're all crazy going year-round on this stuff, but that's like what we're doing. We like it, and you're the reason why, because you're listening, and I appreciate it. Subscribe to Lockdown Raiders on iTunes. Tell your family, tell your friends. Send me a Twitter question. B. Williamson NFL. I think this is my first back-to-back Twitter question from a, a listener. Um, I do it in order, so I don't answer all of them because if I if sometimes I figure and this is rarely. Well, I just talked about that, so. You know, but send me your Twitter questions at B. Williamson. This is from James Clark. Tomorrow I got somebody else, so James isn't going to go three for three. But I appreciate his interest and your interest. He wants to know, could the run defense be worse this year? Well, it could. I mean, you know, we don't really have any real answers at those you know middle linebacker and defensive tackle areas. Um, the the key is hoping to get Mario Edwards healthy. That helps inside pass rush as well. 
But yeah, it could. I mean, I hope it not. I mean, that'd be a waste. But yeah, I mean, it's possible. I don't see any sure fire answers right now, but it's early. We'll see. Thanks for the question. So, uh, getting to the tidbits of the minicamp yesterday. And again, it's going to be starting in about 20 minutes. So, tomorrow we'll get on those tidbits from today. And I might start my theme, my last theme. It's a pretty cool one. I'm not going to start it today, though. Marshall Newhouse still out. Feliciano's out. That's not surprising. San Francisco Chronicle reported the other day that it's not serious. Raiders don't have to talk about injuries until the first week of the season. So they don't have to talk for like 12 weeks. Um, but if he got banged up, why why have him in the minicamp? Austin Howard's still not there. Latham's still not there. But, you know, that's not that big a deal. These guys will be ready for camp. I mean, would you rather it be, you know, Derek Carr's injury still lingers? Um, you know, I mean, didn't word come out yesterday that Andrew Luck, he has shoulder surgery at the end of the season, and he still might not be quite ready for training camp. I mean, so I think we'd take, we'd, we'd tra- trade that, the, the Lathams and the Felicianos and the Newhouses, um, you know, for an injured quarterback. So it, it, it's okay. And this gives a guy like Alexander a chance to get some extra reps at right tackle. And I think that's important because Newhouse is just a just a guy, just a journeyman. Austin Howard's not going to be around forever. David Sharp's going to be a left tackle. So if a guy like Alexander, who's got some experience last year, seventh-round pick from LSU, if he can get more and more experience and he could be the guy, I think that helps the Raiders out. So it's good that he's getting these reps now. Uh, kind of symbolically, Marshawn Lynch took the first play once they got to practicing yesterday. A little screen from uh, Derek Carr, and that set off the practice. And, and, and he did a lot of work yesterday. It was his most work. And, again, this guy who didn't play last year, only missed more than half the season. The last year he played in 2015, there's no reason to push him. So the fact that he's getting a little bit more work now makes sense after just getting his feet wet with the Raiders in the OTAs, and he'll be full go for camp. What else we got? Um, Eddie Vanderdose, the third-round pick from UCLA, he's still not there yet. And I don't know, I don't, I, I, you know, there's only two more days. I don't know if he's going to be there. UCLA's on the quarter system. Um, schools on the quarter system can't, their guys can't practice in June, while the before the this, the exams, it's an antiquated rule. It's a dumb rule. These guys are professional football players. It's like a kid from, say, a kid got a kid from Stanford got an awesome job as an engineer, and he can't start because his other te- his schoolmates are in class. That's stupid. I mean, this is a this is these guys' job. So it's uh, schools on the quarter system again. While the schools involved are West Coast schools, Stanford. Washington, UCLA, um, Northwestern's in there, so Vanderdose can't practice, but he'll be once training camp, and he has worked some with the Raiders, so he'll be okay. And he's able to talk to his coaches and stuff. So, but it's a dumb rule. Um, little, little excitement yesterday. 
Hester, the seventh round pick from Toledo, four year starter. He worked some of the first team. Ward didn't practice, so Hester did work, and, and, and Del Rio praised him. He said, hey, you know, it's early, but he gave us some inside pass rush. My thoughts on that, let's be careful. I've, at every camp, there's a guy in every, you know, every year in every camp, every team. If he becomes, but we've heard this story before, and there's a couple of reasons, because there's nobody else really good in front of him, and they want to give these guys a chance. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not saying Hester is not going to be a stud, but let's just be careful. I, I've seen it before. What, what was that one dude from Florida a couple years ago? Uh, he's not on the team anymore. He's a good, he was goofy. Uh, I forget his name. I think it was Leon or something. I, I should know this. But everybody was excited about him. And then he was on the practice squad and then he went to the team and then he was off the roster. So, you know, you, you never know. There was a guy I covered, um, I'm not going to tell you his name, and I'm not going to tell you the team, but the coach is really pumping him up to the media off the record, and he heard about it, and he was an undrafted free agent. He bought himself a freaking, because the coach said, I think this kid could start. Undrafted free agent as a rookie. This is in June. Kid goes out and buys himself an Escalade. His signing bonus was like five grand. He goes out and buys himself an Escalade because he thinks he's making a team. He's gonna be a star. Didn't even make the practice squad. Didn't even make the practice squad. This is a long time ago, but still. So my point is, they pump these guys up now, but there's a long way to go. But it would be cool if if Hester becomes good and I think he can become good but we just don't know at this point um, and if he could give him some inside pass rush that'd be great Jack Del Rio says some kind words of Conley said he thinks he can be a real special player you know Jack Del Rio doesn't Jack Del Rio is a pro he was a long time NFL player long time assistant long time head coach he doesn't blow smoke. He knows how hard this is. He knows who can be special and who can't be special. And the difference between good and special. So he says Conway can be special. That's it's really interesting. Let's see it. Maybe he takes over and starts this year. I mean, they want him as a nickel and a starter in the second year, but we'll see. I, I think he's going to be a good player for sure. Um. This is not directly Raiders related, but it, I found it interesting that in Buffalo, Coach Sean McDermott is really blowing up on, blowing up in a good way, on Andre Holmes, who signed with the Bills, saying he's been terrific on offense, he's been terrific as special teams, and he's been a leader. Really, really happy to have him. You know, maybe he's the second straight free agent pickup from Buffalo. Last year was Lorenzo Alexander from the Raiders who becomes a major contributor for them. Um, I, I, You know, I, I don't think the Raiders lost much with Alexander. Who knows if he would have play, played defense. He had all those sacks last year. But that was kind of a fluky thing, guys. It really was. And, you know, Holmes was a good Raider. He was good on special teams. They'll miss him. He did make the occasional good play. He was a starter on a bad 
you know, before Cooper and, and, and Crabtree were in town. So he was a good Raider, but they signed Patterson, and, and they moved on. And he moved on, so best of luck to him. I want to end the show with uh, a little Connor Cook and E.J. Manuel talk. Um, you know, both, I guess Cook was a lot better than, than Manuel yesterday. And the media there was tweeting that out. And Vic Taper said, "Hey, I don't think, I don't think Connor Cook is going to have any trouble winning the second job, number two job." And I put up there, "Well, if that's the case, there's no reason to keep Manu. You don't keep a veteran as a number three, who's not very good, who can't beat out the young guy. You you, you just don't. And if you have to get, you know, to develop a young guy uh, behind Cook or or on the roster on the." Or just keep two and put a quarterback on the on the practice squad because and then you can keep another because they're going to have a lot of offensive linemen they're going to have a lot of running backs that might be a way to keep Taiwan Jones on the roster and, and he's important for special teams but running backs really deep so he might have a hard time so that might be a good way just to keep two quarterbacks some coaches really like to keep two quarterbacks so they think you know what if my number one goes down. I'll be able to get my – I'll figure out the backup from the practice squad or off the street. I mean, we're in trouble anyways. So if E.J. Manuel is not good enough to be the number one quarterback – excuse me, the number two quarterback, I don't know if you keep him. And like I said, Del Rio said some good things about Cook. Hey, this is what it's supposed to be all about. Cook is supposed to make that that transition to number two this year. And – uh you know he was he was number three behind McCoy last year, and obviously he wasn't good in the playoff game. I don't blame him for that. He didn't play. He played what threw 15 balls in that last game against Denver. He played against a really good defense in his first NFL start. I don't blame him for not being uh, good. And uh, maybe you know maybe he has a good preseason, and maybe they can flip him next year. You know maybe he's a stud in the preseason. They can get a second or third round pick for him. Or maybe even a first in this offseason and then go get another backup behind Carr. So that's I think that's why they picked him. That's why they traded up to get him. So his developing, development will be interesting to watch this summer. So there you go. There's a show for on Wednesday. I appreciate it. We'll be back Thursday. And I said I may have my theme. And it's going to be a theme that takes us in the rest of the way. Then I'm going to take a little break before training camp and then we're going to go. So, I will talk to you guys on Thursday. Thanks for listening. This is Locked On Raiders. This is Bill Williams. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org catalyst.